you guys, thanks for tuning back into Truth Radio, a podcast station dedicated to bringing the body of Christ together through the Word of God, prayer, and testimony. On Truth Radio, we don't allow our past to define who we are, but we allow the Word of God to show us who we are in His Son, Jesus Christ. Let's begin. Hey guys, thanks for tuning back into Truth Radio. This is Joey. I'm so glad that you guys are able to tune in. Today I have a good friend of mine, Kyle, and of course, Jose, uh, that are in the studio with me. You guys just want to give a quick shout out. Nothing. Hi, Mom. There you go. <laughs> I was wondering, somebody's got to say hi, Mom, one of these times. Uh, today we got the honor and the privilege to have Kyle, like I said, um, good friend of mine. Um, it's awesome just to see him grow in the Lord. We're going to hear a little bit about his testimony and just kind of what what is God doing in in your life and before you know we had a talk to Kyle about coming in to do a podcast with Jose and myself and it was like what are we going to talk about um so we're kind of scattered but a lot of times when me and Jose have done these things scattered it always it always comes together in the end so just like I tell everybody else it's just a conversation nothing to get nervous or scared about um you know as much as yeah it'll be fine so I'm just gonna have you kind of introduce yourself, uh, your name, all that, all that good stuff. You just take it away. All right, I'm Kyle. Um, born in Glenwood, Minnesota. Moved to Clarkfield, Minnesota when I was about five years old in 2000. I'm just gonna kind of skip ahead to kind of when everything started for me. Uh, Graduated in 2013, and right after that, kind of went into my addiction with methamphetamine. Uh, it got got really bad for me right away. I was a daily user, and I wasn't spending time with my family or anything like that, and they were worried about me on a daily basis. I was never around and it it never got better for me and I was only using for about a year and I got busted. In that time, I was going to college. I dropped out after I took my summer courses and I never made my way back. Um, I ended up getting put on probation I violated like four times. I was on the run here and there. I went to inpatient treatment and went to a halfway house after that. Thought I had things under control. Ended up relapsing. And then my addiction managed to get a lot worse. The way I was using it escalated and I found myself on my way to prison. I sat six months in prison, got out, and did good for about two or three months, and then I ended up relapsing again, and I was two weeks away from being off parole, and I failed the UA and they restructured me and by the time I got the results back for my chemical assessment, I was off parole. So 
I just rolled the wave, kept using, and things got really bad. I was, I moved out of Minnesota, out to South Dakota, and just kept using, kept using. I was in toxic relationships, and I was all over the place. I was stealing, I was doing a lot of bad things. I was hurting loved ones, and if they ever heard from me, it was, it was never anything good. Um, my mom would tell me that she was up at night wondering if she was going to get the call from the police department saying that I was dead. Um, that's, that's kind of crazy. I mean, if you guys would actually see this guy, like, visually, he's like the, the, he would be like, when I would think of Minnesota nice, that's <laughs> Kyle. I mean, just this amazing, not airy, not airy, I promise. But he's just light, and he loves to laugh, and um, it's crazy to, to even... Because I actually don't know your testimony. This is the first time that I'm actually hearing it, so that's kind of cool that... That's another reason why I wanted to do this, was to connect with you on that level. Um, yeah, so it's just it's it's weird because you're like, yeah, I've been to prison. It's like, you don't, you don't, <laughs> yes. you don't look hard, bro. Like. <laughs> so what else? What else? I mean... A lot of times when people, you know, they, they give their testimony, there's this point in, in their life where it was like, there was just this revelation of Christ. Um, some people were raised in church, then fell away, and then they came back. I mean, what's kind of your, what's your story? Background as far as church goes. Yeah. And my relationship with Christ. I grew up... Lutheran, going to church every Sunday. I was going to Sunday school. I did Bible camps and all that good stuff. And, you know, we we had to learn Bible verses, the Apostles' Creed, everything like that. I was in confirmation. And I had to do all that stuff in order to, you know, get through all of it. And, you know, I had to pass tests and all that. But I don't feel like they focus so much on you actually building that relationship with Christ. It was more, it was just something you did. It was something you were yeah. forced to do. Mm. It was religion, not relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, You're a natural, bro. Like, yeah. And they have you in here more often. <laughs> but, I mean, I... It's not that I didn't enjoy it, you know, it was it was time I got to spend with my family, going to church and stuff. My mom, she she went every single Sunday, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like she was dragging me by my arm to go to church. You know, it was it was something I enjoyed doing. You know, I was going and I was getting to hang out with my friends and everything like that that and I was I was the only boy there you know so yeah. it, was, it was me surrounded by a bunch of girls so <laughs> I don't know show, you know? but but yeah I mean it was it was good but like I said you didn't really focus on building that relationship with Christ it was you know you read out of the Bible you learned the books of the Bible and you did you you just learn stuff, you know, you didn't actually focus on the relationship with Christ. Right. And I think even in that time, 
you know, for because part of my testimony is, you know, raised in the church and we were taught who God was, but, but not how to love him and how to have that relationship. But regardless in your life and, and probably started to show in your addiction is that seeds were planted. And, and it's, it's awesome that even Jesus came to abolish religion and bring on relationship um, that he will still use religion in our lives because those, those are still seeds. Mm-hmm. And now you're you're finally in a place where your heart is soft enough to cultivate those seeds and let it actually start to grow and take root in you. So that's, yeah. Right. Continue. Sorry. <clears throat> what you got? Where do I go from there? Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't even... I don't even like talking about my addiction so much. You know, then I feel like it's just, it's all war stories from there. And it. Yeah. But there's a difference between your testimony and war stories. Your testimony is what what the Lord has allowed you to go through so that way you could find your way back to Him. War stories Mm -hmm. is you finding joy in those times and not giving any glory to God about it. Right. So. There's, you know, when I was, when I was out there using, you know, I was in, I was an IV meth user, you know, and things, things got to the point where I didn't, I didn't want to be around anymore, you guys, and I was using so much to the point where I shouldn't be here today. Right, yeah. And I think, I think a lot of people get to that point where it's like, they don't, they don't care and they're going through so much. You know where they're they're at that point where they're gonna do so much until their body can't take so anymore. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, guys. Like right now, I'm just I'm thinking about everything with my mom, and I'll I'll get to that point. But that's that's why it's so hard for me to talk about my past because yeah. of where things are at today. So I'm just gonna kind of yeah. You like don't skim have to over that no. because, yeah. um, but yeah, I'll get to it. But I mean, God, God pulled me through so much of that. And it was time after time, you know, relapse after relapse. And I'd get to that point where I didn't, I didn't want to deal with, with life anymore, you know, and God would constantly pull me through that. And he'd bring me to another place where I would get better and then I'd learn some more stuff and then I'd fall again. Um, but now this last time going to inpatient um, and then COVID hits and everything, you know, there was, there was nowhere else for me to go besides the fortress you know I knew I didn't want to go back to Mankato because that place ended up being a very bad place for me to go I was far away from my family yeah you know my mom ended up finding out she had a tumor on her brain and that was that was devastating to me and that you know that relapse only lasted three months but it felt like forever that's by far the worst I've ever been in my addiction and I didn't, I didn't care. I was on probation. I was going to my probation meetings and like I was, I was so high and I just, I didn't even care. And I'd go in there and just tell her that I'd been getting high and I'd cry. And then I'd go out to my car 
and I'd go get high right away again. You know what I mean? And I'd just be honest every time I went in there until I got the option of doing drug court. So it was like, that was a blessing from God for me to even do that. But then I go to my first court thing for drug court and I'm high while I'm standing in front of the judge. So it's like something's gotta give, you know? And then right away I'm using my mom's whole thing as an excuse to get more high and more high. And it's like, you know, right away then, here I am mad at God for letting this happen to my mom. The most amazing person in the world to me. You know, who's done nothing but be there for everybody and do everything for everybody. You know, it's like, it's just, it's crazy to me, you know, and I was so mad at him, you know, thinking how could, how could he let this happen to her, especially with COVID, you know, we weren't able to be there for her when she was in the hospital getting a pacemaker put in, going into surgery on her own, you know, and here I am not dealing with my own stuff, you know, I'm getting kicked out of my apartment in Mankato, you know, so I didn't want to go back to that place. I went to New Life Treatment Center in Woodstock, and then, so yeah, the fortress was the only place for me to go, and to me, that was, that was a blessing from God, man. Um, No, no doubt in my mind, you know, every other place, they weren't taking new people, and that was, that was God's opening for me to get a fresh start, not have to go back to Mankato. And here I am today and things are working out perfectly. I'm building that relationship with God like I've needed this whole time. And I feel like that's the one thing that was missing in my life with prior treatments. And you know, with my mom getting that tumor, fighting cancer for five months and now passing away, I can't say that I'd be dealing with it the same way I am today without that relationship with God. And to say that he wasn't in control for that entire time is unfathomable. It's like he right. He puts you in a place where you're surrounded by nothing but believers and mm-hmm. brothers that will um, be exactly what you need them to be, and especially in this time mm-hmm. and from here on out. I mean, and I hope that you would look at me and Jose that way for sure. Yeah. Um, but you have been placed strategically by God where you're at right now for the season for a purpose. <clears throat> and I, I think it's, it's more than just what's been happening over the last couple weeks. Definitely. I think it is honestly to just fall in love with Jesus. I mean, dude, if you start chasing after him and you chase after his will, everything else is going to start to fall into place. Now, uh, I just want to bring this up quickly because I know that this, this can be um, a, a painful topic is... You know, it's not just you, it's anybody that's ever had any... My grandfather passed away um, from cancer. And it's just like, of course, you you get mad at God, and it's like, why, why, why? You know, you're supposed to love everybody, and you, you start to have this divide of, well, if God was good, then this wouldn't happen. And, and I just, I just, I want to pray for you. And I'm going to have Jose pray, pray us out um, in a couple minutes here, just that you begin to trust God more. And sometimes, and it's weird to say, but sometimes we need to forgive God. Because <laughs> even though it's not His fault, we still have a resentment in our heart toward Him. And it's good just to be able to say, No, God, I, I, I forgive you. And then in turn, you know what, I'm, I'm sorry for being so angry with you. 
You know, and I just, I, I really feel Kyle, and I've said this from your first week that you started coming to the fortress, that there is a call in your life. And he's just waiting for you to just start to get into the word and just start to grow and grow and grow. Because he's opening up doors and he's closing doors. But you just gotta pay attention. You know, and if you have manly or um, godly people that are in your life, they're gonna help direct you where you need to go. And you just gotta be able to trust God that those people are there for the right reasons. So. Yeah, because you said that no other halfway house was taking in people, but the fortress was. And that right there is like an example of like, he's going to close those doors where you're not supposed to go, but open the ones where you are supposed to go. So just keep on looking for those doors because you're here. You're doing amazing. Not to swell up your head, but you're one of the brightest ones that we've had so far. Most devoted to the word. So, it's good to see that. <coughs> I don't know if we'll be able to get him out of the room now. <laughs> Cut a hole in the door. <laughs> so, yeah. You got two verses you want to talk about? Um, yeah. I have Matthew chapter 7 chapter 6 verse 34 so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries today's trouble is enough for today I highlighted that just because you know we're supposed to basically take life a day at a time and for a lot of people that's that's a struggle especially for me you know dealing dealing with my mom I mean that was that was a struggle within itself but just you know it was, it was like I was constantly worrying about you know when that time was going to come when she was going to pass away yeah. I mean I I talked to you about it quite a bit and it was like you know I just I almost just wanted to be over with you know that one day when you came and picked me up and I I bawled in the passenger seat of the yeah. vehicle and it was just but you know, you there's know, there's a there's a difference. Sorry for interrupting you, but some people don't know how to struggle well. We look at struggle like it's this this horrible thing. Oh man, I, I'm struggling today, brother. I'm gonna need you to pray for me. And you know, it's just it's a lip service, and it's but but for somebody that can struggle well, um, you do receive that prayer. You're surrounding yourself with positive influences, people that are gonna um, listen to you and. Sometimes that's all you need. You don't need advice. And I think that day I said that to you. Kyle, I have nothing for you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to say. I just, I'm supposed to just listen to you. Yeah. You are somebody that I have seen that has struggled well. And in struggling well, you have continued to fight. And that's what we're called to do. Continue to fight. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, go ahead. And then I got Romans chapter 8, verse 38 through 39. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord good stuff 
That is good stuff. <laughs> yes. Amen. I'm glad that you can see that though, brother. That just because you're going through this hard time doesn't mean that you have to be separated from Christ. And Christ will never separate from you. Know? Right. On the contrary, he's like, you know, I want to, you know, draw close to me and I'll draw close to you. Yep. And that's that's what you're doing. That's how. That's what I hope you continue to do. That's our prayer for you anyway. So. Jose, I'm going to have you just pray over Kyle. I'm just going to stand in agreement with you guys and close out after that. Dearly Father, I come before you to lift up my brother Kyle. Uh, I just pray that he continues to dive deeply into your word and he just learns more and more about the love that you have for him and his family and that even through the struggles, you are good, dear Lord. You are going to make this man such a strong warrior. You make the even the worst situations into a good situation. Dear Lord, um, you are not a God of chaos. You're a God of um, unity. You're a God of peace. You're a God of... Um, love construction and you build us up dear lord you may tear us down because that's you're getting rid of the most disgusting parts of us but you build us up in the way that you see us dear lord into a warrior into a loving boyfriend and loving husband loving fathers um into pastors missionaries dear lord i just ask that you Continue to speak to Kyle and continue to reassure him that you are there for him, that he has brothers who are there for him, dear Lord, that he has mentors. I um, I pray that he just gets through this weekend with his head, he- head he- held high. <laughs> um, but he also knows it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel weak, dear Lord, for when we feel weak, we find that you are the strongest. Um... I pray that you hold him in your everlasting arms that you he knows that you can handle any any outcry any backlash any yelling any swearing um cause you feel the hurt that we feel you see that we are are in pain at times and it pains you to see us that way um descended an army and angels over Kyle and his family Put a hedge of protection over his heart, over his mind, and his soul, dear Lord. May the enemy have no power over anything that is going on, dear Lord. Um, may this be a celebration of life on Saturday, dear Lord. And may they remember everything that they have gone through together, all the laughter, all the smiles, all the all the vacations they may have taken, all the just the dumb jokes that they may have in their families, um, just the times of silence. I pray that they just remember that they're, that, what's your mom's name? Diane. Diane was a wonderful mother, wonderful wife to them, and they always remember her in that aspect. Um, and I can't wait to meet her in heaven when we see her. And I pray this all in your son's glorious name. Amen. Amen.